thing we're discussing was the case where a man is married to two women, one had a ketubah that was higher, one that was lower, and we said that if there's an extra dinar, then everyone gets their mother's ketubah money, and the rest they split, and if there's not enough for both ketubot plus a dinar, then they split everything evenly 50-50. And we said that the kids with the, with the mother with the higher ketubah, they can't add to the pot, so this way they can get their mother's full ketubah. And we brought a couple of stories trying to compare that, and we pushed that away. Then we brought a case about Yatomim, then we brought about a person selling his mother's ketubah. And with that, we're starting Sadi Alif Amudbet, three lines from the bottom, in the middle of the line, where it says, Amar Rami Bar Hama. Rami Bar Hama said, Reuven Shimon If Reuven sold a land to Shimon, but without responsibility, that means... If Reuven owes people money and they came and they took that land out of Shimon, he doesn't have to pay Shimon anything. Now Shimon now resells that land back to Reuven, but with responsibility. Meaning if Shimon's creditors come and take that land, Shimon would have to pay Reuven money. And Reuven's creditor came and repossessed the field from Reuven. So really the halacha is that Shimon has to go and compensate Reuven because he sold him the field with a guarantee and Reuven owes Shimon nothing but Shimon owes Reuven something. Listen, when Shimon accepted upon himself a responsibility or a guarantee on on this loan, that's uh, for everyone else. But did he accept upon himself the guarantee in case uh, Reuven's creditors come and take his own uh, obligations from him? Now, there is a girsa change over here, very kedai to look into, that actually changes the halakha, very kedai to look into the Ramban, the, the Rosh, very kedai to look into it. Now, the Ravah himself admits, if Reuven inherited a land from his father Yaakov, and he sold it to Shimon, now Shimon over here is not his brother, he sold it to Shimon without a guarantee, then Shimon resold it to Reuven with a guarantee, and comes the creditor of Yaakov, the father of and then takes it away from Reuven, the halacha is, that Shimon has to compensate uh, Reuven for that loss. We don't say Reuven instead of his father. When he, Even Rabbi would admit that when Shimon uh, said he'll take responsibility, it's over Reuven's things, but not his father Yaakov's things. And Amar Barhama, he said, If Reuven sold a field to Shimon with a guarantee, that if it gets repossessed, he'll pay him for it. But now he didn't pay for it up front. Rather, he set it up uh, the rest as a, as a loan. That's why he wrote it on the document that it's a loan. Then Umet Reuven, Reuven passed away. Now Reuven's creditor now comes after death and he repossesses it from Shimon. And Shimon, he didn't want the, the guy to take away a field. So he, he gave him money. So this way the creditor will allow him to keep the field. The halacha is that Reuven's children could tell Shimon, Our father left us movable property, meaning cash. He left us cash, meaning you owe us cash. And you were supposed to give us cash. 
And movable property of orphans is not lean to a creditor, meaning Reuven had no right to come and take that land because of us, and you had no right to give him the money for us. Therefore, you still have to pass and go figure out with him what to do. And Amarava, Ipikah Idah, if Shimon was smart, he'll pay what he owes them with real estate, not with cash. And this works great. Kerav Nahman, like Rav Nahman, the Amarav Nahman, Amarababa Abuha, Yetomim Shigabu Karkabi, Hobat Avihen, if Yetomim, they uh, they collected the debt for their father, but they collected it in land. Then Then a creditor could come and seize the land from them. And called Reuven sold all of his fields to Shimon. Let's say Reuven had three fields, and the Hazar Shimon and Shimon sold one of the lands to Levi. And now comes uh, the, the creditor of Reuven, and he wants one of those lands. He could take the land from Shimon, he could take the land from Levi, since he had a lien on everything that Reuven owns, he could take whatever he wants. Now, that's only if Shimon sold Levi, the, the medium lands. Not If he sold him the land that was superior quality or the lower quality, then Matzah Amar then the, then Levi could tell this creditor, This is why I went out and I bought a land that is not befitting for you, meaning a, a creditor could only get his payment from the medium land, not from the higher quality land, not the Edith, and not from the lower quality land, not the Ziburit. So that's why I went and I got the higher lower, so you don't touch it. That's why I go to Shimon, deal with him. And by the way, when we said medium quality, that's only if he didn't leave an, a medium level uh, field on the same level by Shimon. But if he left a, a similar level of land by Shimon, Levi could say, hey, I left, I left you somewhere to, to get from Shimon, not from me. Meaning Levi saying, I knew what I was doing. Go get it from Shimon. Leave me alone. And Amara Bayer, Reuven Shemachar Sadeh Shimon Bahayot. Reuven who sold land to Shimon with uh, with uh, responsibility that he's going to pay back if if anything happens. And now a creditor of Reuven comes and takes the land from Shimon. Reuven can come and 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 pay off uh, this uh, creditor. He, he could discuss with him, give him money, get him off uh, Shimon's back. And the creditor cannot tell Reuven, You're not connected to me anymore. We're not talking to each other anymore. That's it. It's between me and Shimon. The creditor can't say that. Why? Because Reuven's going to tell him, The one you're taking the land out of, Allah is going to come back to me to pay. So yeah, technically I am a claimant over here. And one of the nefkaminas over here would be is that Reuven can tell the creditor, listen, you owe me for that thing and I owe you for this thing and, and this could even out. Meaning he's still in, uh, technically involved. Number two, that the that Reuven can make the creditor swear, maybe I paid you back for this over there, this, that. They, they could still be the discussion over here. It could be modern mikzat, kofir, bakol. All that stuff still applies. Meaning the creditor cannot say, Reuven, you're not, you're not, you don't belong here anymore. 
Now, Ve'yikadam, and here's something even more fascinating, Afilu nami. even when, if Reuven sold the land to Shimon, even without any guarantee, even without responsibility, meaning even if uh, the, the creditor comes and takes away from Shimon, Reuven doesn't have to pay, still, he could come and pay money to, to the creditor and get him off Shimon's back. And the creditor cannot uh, push Reuven away. Why the Amar Le? Because Reuven is going to tell uh, the creditor, look, I don't, I don't like the fact that Shimon's going to be upset with me that I sold them a land and people took it away from him. I, I don't want that headache. I'd rather deal with it. So yeah, even in that type of case where he sold it to him without a guarantee, he could still pay him off and move him away. And Amar Abayer, Uven Shemachar Sadele Shimon Shelo Bahayut, Uven sold the land to Shimon without any guarantee that he'll pay him back if he gets uh, repossessed. And Rashi adds over here that Shimon didn't pay yet. And now there's people disputing that Reuven doesn't even own the land. Before Shimon takes possession of that land, he could go back, he could say, hey, I'm not interested in dealing with this headache. People yelling back and forth, like he could get back out from the deal. Once Shimon took possession of that land, he cannot go back. And all this is Mishum de Amar Le, because Reuben can tell Shimon, You agreed to a sack of knots. Meaning, you, you knew that this was risky when there was no guarantee on the field. So it's your problem. So if once you took possession, too bad. Now, when is it considered as if he took possession of that land? When he walks the boundaries of the land to inspect it, to see what it needs or doesn't need. That's the way Tosfor explains it. As she explains, when he goes around and then he fixes the borders to figure out the, what belongs to him, what doesn't belong to him. Now, some say, even if Reuven sold that land to Shimon with the guarantee that if anything happens, a creditor takes it, he'll pay him back. And all of a sudden, people started talking, hey, it doesn't belong to him, he stole it, whatever it is. Shimon also cannot go back on his deal once he took possession. Meaning, anyways, if there are any issue that's going to arise, you're going to get your money back. So there'd be no problem. So therefore, you have nothing to worry about. But still, if he's not comfortable, he could go back. Why? Because let's say that land does get repossessed. And now Shimon's going to come back to the Uven and he's going to tell him, here, pay me. And he's going to say, prove to me that you that you bought my land. Prove that it was my land. I, I could have sold you the Brooklyn Bridge. So prove to me that uh, I own that land, and then I'll pay you back for whatever they took away from you. So therefore, if Shimon's not comfortable, once people start talking, is this uh, is this Reuven's land or not? If he didn't take possession, he can go back from that deal. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.